Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. What is done for the power of this fast, for the changed lives, for the impact of his kingdom. We're so grateful, Lord. We bless you tonight in this place. Thank you. We know there's more that's found in you, Lord. We bless you tonight. Anoint these lips of clay. We pray for the spirit of understanding. Thank you for that in Jesus' name. We all agree and say amen and amen. So I want to repeat what I just said earlier on and what the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me. The Lord showed me that it's it's 40% of the church that's not partaking of what's happening. Not interested. They come to church, not interested. Not interested in growing spiritually. Not interested in praying for their children. Not interested if it, you know, doesn't bother them. Everybody else is going to do it for them. They're They're outsourcing their spiritual growth. And how sad a life it is to live. I mean, it gets, it gets worse with the tithing because about six, maybe ten years ago, they said about 20% of the church was getting the rest of the church with tithing. I think it's, and there's been evidence that it's actually less now. That it's so sad because I tell you why it's sad. You know, when, when we were a few people in the double garage at home, I mean, you had nowhere to hide, right? First of all, they knew who wasn't in service. You only 12 people. And also is that if it's 12 people that are sitting, I mean, we know who's worshiping and who's not, right? So, I mean, don't let the pastor open up his eyes and he can tell you exactly what's going on. But I can tell you some of the most Glorious meetings we've had in that double garage. We'd lay there for hours. Worship playing. No band. CDs. And if the CD decides to get stuck, one's laying it. But the presence of God in those moments, not because we didn't... We, you know, not because of anything. There was no drums, there's no guitars, there's no, there's no instruments, no people can sing even. But it was because of the unity that everybody was in one accord. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. And I want you to understand how important the corporate man is to God. And I want to speak to you about your personal power, but I want to speak to you about the corporate gathering and the importance of you partaking of that anointing. You want to see things shift quickly? Get into agreement. You want to see things delayed? Keep the strife in your home. With people, unforgiveness, bitterness. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all, Everybody say all. They were all in one accord. In 
one place. This has got to be the desire of the church. This has got to be your desire. It's got to be that I can't come to church and make someone else worship for me. I've I got to bring my personal power because when God sees the unity in a place, and I show you the, the importance of the fast and now that the fast is done, verse 2 says, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. Read with me. And one sat upon each of them. Tongues is not for a, a, a few. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit and walking in the power of the Holy Ghost is not for Pastor Max and just for the leaders. It's for everyone. When the Holy Spirit comes into a place, you must, the number one thing after being saved is that you get baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. You, you cannot have, you know, think about, and you know, ESCOM's helped us understand that. You, got, you bought the brand new TV, you got the brand new DSTV, you've got the fridge at home, you've got three fridges at home, you've got all the appliances that you want, you know, even, even the lawnmower that's electrical, but you got no power coming into your house. It's like me teaching you all the kingdom principles, but there's no power to drive the thing forward where you need to go to. And so, for thine is the kingdom, and then there's got to be power. There's got to be power in your life. And I tell you this, this is critically important for you to understand because so many people can tell you about, you know, kingdom principles and they can speak about so many things. And, but show me the power of God in your life, man. Show me, you know, it speaks about, there's people that have got a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. You, you, you got all the religious things that you can do. You got an amen, you got a hands lifted, you can you watch what everybody else does, and it's easy. After the third, fourth week, you know you're gonna lift your hands because pastor's gonna say so. So your hand goes up and you're gonna clap your hands and yes, amen, and allow to shout, and it gets but the, the question is, is there any power in that? Where is the power? And I let me share that with you. In Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, I think it is. When Jesus comes out of the fast. And he is he's fasted and he's prayed. His ministry is about to start. He shifts from being a, a carpenter to being the Messiah to demonstrate his power. He doesn't walk out as an ordinary man. When the fast is done, you can't be still the same person. Watch now. Then Jesus returned. This is after the temptation and 40 days. Then Jesus returned, read with me, in the... The power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went through all the surrounding region. Hold on. If you go to that, go, go to the next verse. Then he goes to the synagogues and he teaches. But the Bible says before that, then in verse 14, the news went out of it, about him into all the regions. He never preached, he was alone. Who sent out the news? What was the news? 
In the spiritual realm, they sent out the WhatsApp messages. This man endured this thing. The Messiah is here. Because the spiritual realm recognizes when you've been through the fast, when you've been and you're walking with the power of God upon your life, then they know. Now you've got to come in and you've got to deal with these people because they've come through the power, through the fast, with the power of God upon their lives. The enemy is not afraid of you. He's afraid of the power of God that's on you. He's not afraid of anything. He's afraid that you would walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, uh, I'm not interested in fasting. You know, ah, the fast is, you know, then praying on Wednesday night and then going, and all of that, that. That's where he wants you. That's where he wants you. He wants you murmuring and complaining and, and not fasting and dealing with the demonic forces. Now, you know, I know you're here tonight, so... Uh, I thank the Lord for you because you, you're pressing into God to at least understand that this thing is all about power. Listen, listen to me. About the, with the enemy, it's all about control. It's everything about the enemy. He wants to control your money. He wants to control where you stay. He wants to control uh, your understanding. He wants to control your health. He wants to tell you when you, you, you should die. He wants to control where you stay, everything, where, who you work for, the kind of joy. He wants to control your life. He wants to bring in the depression. He doesn't want you to have any joy. He doesn't want you to get up and con have, have ownership of your life. This is all about control. And yet in the kingdom of God, after you get born again, the first thing, listen now, is not, we, we, we get so caught up about making sure that everybody else is okay. And yet the very first thing that the Holy Spirit comes to bring to you and I is independence. Independent from the world system. Independent from people. Independent. He wants to make you a powerhouse all by yourself. Because it would have been, I mean, you know, they speak of the church started. But the, the Holy Ghost fell on people and every one of them to give them the power. To walk in power. And what the enemy wants you to do is make you dependent upon me. I don't have the power. I'm not the one that can stand it. He wants you to pray in tongues for you. He wants you to get up in, you know, for, for a child in the home. The greatest rejoicing for any mother you ask. When the child doesn't have to come to mommy and say, Mommy, come and give me food. Nah. The child says, you stay in bed. I'm making my own sandwich. You ask any mother, it's the most joyous place because that child will never be hungry another day in their lives. What's the enemy trying to do? Make sure that you go to pastors and you know, you must have the elders and you must go to everybody. But you are son of God. You then have the anointing of God upon you. When the Holy Ghost has come, the Holy Ghost came for you, it came for me. That no one is dependent upon anybody else. What the enemy wants you to do is make you dependent upon someone else. You're supposed to encourage yourself in the Lord. He wants you to outsource your prayer life. He wants you to outsource your fasting. He wants you to outsource. No, if then you come, you take and say, the worship team wasn't so great. What about your worship? Let's rate yours. Let's ask about yours. Luke 24, 49. Hear the scriptures. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Jesus is about to leave. He says, but you go tarry in the city of Jerusalem 
until you endured with power from on high. Listen to what it's all about. Say it's all about the power. Say it's all about the power. That's all it's about. People say, yeah, but why are you praying like that? That tongues is from the devil. Why would the devil tell you that it's from the devil? It's not the tongues. He's concerned about the power. Oh, don't pray in tongues. Why? Why would he tell you that? If every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. Why would he tell you that it's a problem? Why would he say, put a thought of doubt? I mean, isn't, I mean, write this down and write it down and, and remember it. The Bible lets you know what is truth. If they prayed in tongues, tongues hasn't ended. He doesn't want you to operate in the power gifts. He doesn't want you to operate with discernment. He doesn't want you to operate in the power and the gifts of healing, the gifts of miracles, the gifts of... of, of he doesn't want you to function out of that space because that's where the church comes alive. Because now I'm not speaking kingdom anymore. I'm now functioning in its power. For the kingdom does not come out in word. It, it comes in power. It's not only in word. It comes with power. There must be power in your life. Everything that God has done in our lives and the, the, the change that God has brought, God, it was, it, was, it was the power of the Holy Ghost. Everywhere we went, it was just like God's power and discernment. When you begin to function at that level, no one can stop you. You owe no man a thank you because you're not going to depend upon somebody else to give you a job. You're going to carve it out by the Spirit of God. You're going to create your own joy. God is going to make a way for you and your family. Come on, is there anybody that understands that you are power? You're going to depend upon nobody. You know, with the enemy, please hear me, man. Every other religion, they bring a fear upon you. Oh, you never prayed five times. Now remember, you're going to get punished. What is the fear for? It's for control. Why would the enemy bring fear on you? It's to control you. Why would he bring depression? It's to control you. It's manipulation. That's all that it is. That's the reason why even dealing with prophets. Why can't I teach you to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself? Why can't I teach you to pray like, like we're supposed to all pray? We all, are we all sons and daughters of God? Then why do I need to run to, the, to any prophet for a word? Don't you have God living on the inside of you too? Don't you have an anointing? Don't you have an unction from the Holy One and that you can know all things yourself? Is that not what this is about? It's not about a man. It, can, it cannot be. Every single one of us needs to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Every one of us needs to hear God's voice in our, for our lives. You need to get up every morning and be able to open up the Scriptures. At least know that there are 66 books in the Bible. But the whole thing with the enemy, it's about control and fear. So a couple of years, I'm just giving what's in my spirit and, and, and God's reminding me of some things. Uh, we were baby Christians and, you know, I, I, I've discovered that anytime I'm around unbelievers, God does something to, not for me, for the unbelievers, to show them the power of His kingdom. So we go to Nisner Heads and... Um, it's, it's actually, if, if, you, if you know Neisner, there's one little road that goes through that. And if you turn right, you go to Neisner Heads. But if you go opposite, it's up into the mountains that where we were. And you can, from, from this house that we stayed in, we used to go 
spend, you know, holiday times there. You could overlook the Neisner Heads. And so when we got there, um, the Friday, we were there already the Wednesday. So the Friday, my family decides to join us from Cape Town. And um, of course, unbelievers. And as they come, as they, they, they come to join us that, that weekend, the Friday coming into Neisner, um, there's a fire on the side of the mountain. You can't even get in. But it's outside of where we're staying, right on top of the mountain. And so everybody's concerned about this, and they finally make it through the smog and the, the, the fire where it is, and they, they find their way up there. And so my mom-in-law's with us, and um, they get in there, and as they get up there, the people that own the, the place and all the different houses over there said, look, there's a problem because the fire started at the base of the mountain, and as the fire comes up, um, they've already destroyed two houses, and you're going to have to evacuate, and we let you know. And then you can't go back down the mountain. You have to go right around this way because there's a real problem, and everybody's concerned about their houses and the like. My mom-in-law said to me straight up, I'm not unpacking my bag for nothing. I'm staying right here. And so they all look to me and say, so what do you say? This man that came up to warn us about this place, he said, the only thing that can change this thing is rain. If the rain doesn't come, we're in trouble and we have to move. I said, give me a few minutes. Went outside, lifted up my hands towards heaven. said, Holy Spirit, you know everything. You tell me, what do I have to do? If we're in danger, we have to pack and we have to go. I'm going to follow you. The Lord says to me, you're not moving. He says this to me, he says, you pray for rain. I lift my hands at the same time. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, you're the rainmaker. Thank you for rain right now. And I thank you for it. And I go inside and everybody's looking at me. You prayed. What's the Lord saying? I said, we're not moving. What? I said, we're going nowhere. An hour later, the rain came down, and that's the story. Come on, somebody. When you're operating with the Holy Ghost and the power of God on the inside of you, you, you just need to know that you are you're so empowered. I mean, you don't have to look to the, to the television. You don't have to go and worry about what the world's saying, what, everybody, what the experts are saying. You are following what the Holy Spirit is saying and which way to go and what to do. That's the power that comes from on high. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. What, what scripture did I give you? Luke 24 verse 49. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you endure with power from an eye. Firstly, what is the promise? The answer is the Holy Spirit. Secondly, what exists in the Holy Spirit and is inseparable from Him? God's power. It's all about power. It's all about the power. Because if the power of God can lead you, if it can, if it can send rain, and it can tell you not to move, if it, can, it obviously knows where all the money is, it knows who you should marry. It knows who, where you should stay. It knows what, what offer to put in when you put in an offer to purchase. 
So we're staying, and we can't afford our, the house that we're staying in right now. The first, we just got born again, and, and we, we need to move from this house. And I just want to be near the, near the church. I want to go to Bible school. I want to develop in the things of God. I come to this place, this house, this house is so magnificent. I cannot afford it. I'm like, God, what do I do? We purchased the house then for, it was on sale for 330000 Then. And of course, then 330, could have been 33 million for me anyway. I couldn't afford the thing. It's just. And so, these people are there and I, I go and I pray to the Lord. I say, what do you want me to do? The Lord says, you offer them 290,000 and not a cent more. You tell them you're not, no negotiation. I'm like, what? I just walked in there. I'm like, uh, 290,000 and no more. Now tell that man, we, we, we just need to renegotiate. I said, I said, I'm not negotiating with you. I'm not saying it because of me. I'm saying because of the power that's speaking through me. God gave me a word. And then, of course, you know, you can't afford the house. Um, they, they finally accepted on, on 290, but now I've got to raise the money. So I've raised loans. I've got everything else going. And I'm like, God, still can't afford this. But James chapter 2, one morning when I woke up, I needed to sign this offer to purchase. I said, Lord, what do I do? God gives me what he says. Faith without works is dead. So I'm praying, I go, get up, I say to the Lord, I said, what, what must I do? The Lord says, go and sign it. I said, but I don't have the money. And, and the Lord says, I said, go and sign it. You asked me and I gave you an instruction. So the Monday morning, I go to this, the, the estate agent, I said, the Monday evening, I said, look, I'm signing this, this document. She says, we've checked all your money and you can't afford it. You still come out with, you still need 20,000 rand. She says, uh, you know, if you sign this document and you can't raise the money, you're in big trouble. I say, I know. She says, you got rich family. I say, yeah, my father's rich. I didn't say natural father, spirit. I just said my father is wealthy. I come from a rich family. Yes, amen. Now, I'm not telling you to do what I did. You better go and hear from the Lord for yourself. Because we're dealing with the power. I then... I, I, I go before the Lord. Now, now the money is raised. She said, you got 21 days, one month to raise up the money, to raise the money. I'm like, God, I'm praying every morning, Lord, you, you said I must go and sign the document. Now what must I do? Da, 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 da. So let's go back. I was contracting for holiday insurance. So contractors don't get leave and they don't get bonuses. But every year, Hollard puts out bonuses. So in passing a couple of months before they were, they were thinking about bonuses, my boss is standing next to me at the lift and I say, uh, about this bonus thing, I mean, you know, don't you think that the contractor should get involved in this thing? He says, well, I say, yeah, I think we work just as hard as your full-time staff. And it was just in passing. He looked at me, says, look, we don't do that for contractors. I said, oh, I tried anyway. <laughs> this one particular Friday, in this time, I'm, we're waiting, I'm trusting God for the money. I get a call on Friday afternoon from my boss. And he says to him, you know, I, I mean, it was the roughest week I've ever, ever had. A new lady came on board to the team. She wiped out the database, messed up all the programming. I got to go back to work on, on Saturday, restore everything, rewrite her programming, restore the database, fix her problem, and, and, and. 
And so I'm in trouble. I'm driving home. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get fired. So while everybody's everywhere else, I'm, you know, I get home. And of course, by then there was no cell phones, right? So my phone was ringing inside. And as I pull in, Warren says, Dad, Leon's on the phone. Now your father's really fired. I pick up the phone. I say, Leon, listen, let me just explain to you what happened. This is the problem that's happening over here. This girl, she did that, nah, nah. new girl, blah, 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 blah. see you tomorrow morning. I'm fixing, I'm restoring. Blah, blah, blah. He says, what are you talking about? I say, I'm just explaining. That's what you're calling. He says, no, that's not what I'm calling. We decided this is the year we're going to give programmers bonuses. And yours is 30,000 rand. That was... 95 or no, no, 97. I mean, tax taken, tithe put in place, went to that woman that night. I say, Didn't I tell you I got a rich father? <laughs> Boom. Not for anything but because of listening to the Holy Spirit. The power that you and I have is not paralleled anywhere. You cannot find it anywhere. And you must learn how to develop this power because this power makes you independent. It will set you up that you're not going to owe anybody a thank you. When people come to my house every single time, I would give them the testimony of how God came through for me over and over and over again. When I was in the deepest trouble, God would come through for me because there is a power at work inside of every single one of you and you got to hear me. Before you want to give away your power and, and help anybody else, how about unite that you deal with this, inde become independent where you're not allowing people to manipulate you or go and beg anybody for anything. The power comes because you've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you and that you're going to owe nobody a thank you. That wherever you go, you are led by the Spirit of God. Do you not know there are many jobs for everybody in this place? Who said you must even work a full eight, day, eight hours? God will give you a four-hour day and then pay you double your salary because the Holy Ghost knows every single thing. It's the power that it belongs to every child of God. I need you to clap your hands and bring the power of God into this place. I mean, every time you come into the kingdom of God, every time it's, it's you, you must understand the importance of this thing. It sets you up for victory. And, and when you understand the, the, the kingdom of God, then you understand the power of God. The Holy Spirit only manifests in a place where purpose is clear. Taking a moment to pause. Think about what I just said. We've used the Holy Ghost for a shake and a, and a fall down and a get up and stay the same. Uh-uh. It was when they were in one accord because Jesus says, go into Jerusalem. Here's the purpose. He teaches them about the kingdom of God. And he says, now go and get the power. Go and receive the promise of the Father. So that when you're walking out the kingdom and its purpose, you walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. There's not one thing that's supposed to stress you out at all. 
Has God not, is He all-knowing? Is He all-powerful? Is He always present? There, there should be nothing that torments you, nothing that confuses you, nothing that is a burden to you because you are walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. He knows when you should have that baby. He knows when the wedding date should be. He knows who the partner should be. He knows where the wedding should be. He knows everything about your life. If you begin to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, no man can stop you. Rebo shakandalaba, zia kandalabu shayetendelebo, resikandalabu sekendelebende. When I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, the Bible says your mind is unfruitful, but your spirit gets built up. Because it tells you you're more than flesh. You know when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you don't have to, your mind can be busy with something else. You can read the Bible and pray in the Holy Ghost. You can cook in the kitchen and you can pray in the Holy Ghost. Because you're building up your spirit, man. You don't need to understand everything. You're just praying the perfect will of God. It's the language of the spirit. When I get up in the morning, you, you know, Pastor Z, she prays in tongues the whole day. You go into the malls, you'll find a rebo shikandalaba. Zikandalaba sekendeleba. Shikandala. I mean, it's so amazing. I can, I, you know, I met somebody she never met. And I'm saying, ah, oh, Lord, what is this guy's name? What's this guy's name? What's this? She's never met him. I'm like, pray. Then she says, who's Cecil? I'm like, What? Like accurate every single time. The Holy Ghost will tell you everything you need to know from the partners that you have, from who you should be in business with, who you should be connected with, who you should disconnect from, who are the donkeys in your life, who are the oxen in your life, who you should be partnering with, who are the people that you cut off from. My son's in business doing various things. And last year in the fast, Pastor Z comes to Warren and says, Warren, tell me about this boy that you're in partnership with. I've never met him before. Tell me about him. Uh, yeah, mom, you know, great things. Mom says, tell me about him. Because I don't, there's something about us. Who is he? Finally, she meets him. And discovers this boy's got a gambling problem. And pastor, he says, oh, I need to speak to his wife. Because this boy's going to get himself into trouble. I need to befriend her because this boy isn't going to be in trouble. Long story short. It's a year later, Warren's been through the roughest year, but he had to cut off the donkey because this boy was taking and stealing, created his own accounts, shifted monies, and gambled and owes everybody money. That is because somebody is walking around not knowing in the natural. It's like, ah, he's a, he's a good guy. Pastor, he doesn't know the guy. He's like, he's a problem. I am telling you now, it's not a good thing. I can tell you the number of times that women have walked through this ministry and they come in and they're so wonderful and I, I, I only want to speak to the pastor. Pastor Z gives one look. Rebo shakandalaba sitandalaba. She can tell you up front who's the problem. Straight up. Every single time. Every single time. I'm like, she just wants to serve the Lord. I just say, I put my wife on you, woman. You don't come and mess here. 
You forget, Pastor Z, once upon a time wasn't saved. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. When the purpose is clear, the power of the kingdom manifests when the purpose of the kingdom is understood. So when Jesus is on the cross, he gives up the ghost because his assignment is done. So the Holy Spirit is the enabler of destinies. He's not here simply to make you fall down and get up with no change. He's here to, to take what we understand of the kingdom and make it manifest in the earth. The whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. You were supposed to be walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherever you go, there should be no problem. Come on somebody, please say amen. I just got an SMS before I got here. Is that Cole has been discharged. He's at home. Yes, give God praise and glory because the kingdom is that powerful because there's got to be power when you pray. Something's got to shift. Don't make me pray because then something's going to happen. Something's going to shift in that home because every single time you come together to pray, do you understand how important the Holy Ghost is in your life? Give me Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, please. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Everything that's out of disorder, that's in, that has disorder tonight and dysfunction is going to be removed. In the beginning, read with me. God created and the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. You understand how important the Scripture is for your life? Is that the Holy Spirit hovers over places to bring order into your life. He brings in the purposes of God, blows everything into position. The stars, the moon, the sun separates the firmaments, puts the fish where it needs to go, puts the birds where it needs to go, puts the seed where it needs to go because God's a God of purpose and the Holy Spirit in your life and mine is pushing things in its place so that you can function in purpose. I cannot tell you the number of marriages when I look at it and I watch the woman leading a marriage or even trying to lead a church or trying to give the instruction. I've watched how things crumble every single time because a woman was not designed to run that way. That's why a man has got to take his rightful place because men, we frustrate the woman. Because they're making Standard Bank and every other place rich. Because they're working on their vision instead of the vision that God gave you. You are supposed to get into position. I'm telling you what, my wife waits for me to wake up in the morning. And she says, what did the Lord say to you? This morning, we're writing down the thing around, around relationships. We're busy putting the Kingdom Academy together. She's taking notes. I said, this is what the Lord is saying. She's taking out what's inside of me and producing and writing out because that was God's design. A woman is frustrated with a man that's got no vision, with a man is not in, in position. It's really frustrating because you're dealing with an, with an ox in the field and a donkey. Give me the scripture. It's in Deuteronomy what? Do not 
not that Deuteronomy. There's one that speaks about in the field, you, sh- you can't have, you can't plow with a, an ox and a donkey. You find me the scripture. Because it is the most frustrating thing that when you're having somebody next to you that is not pulling with you in the same direction. I hear the frustration of women. And at the same time, the other way around. So a man's pressing into God, but the woman is sitting back and she's not busy, not interested in the things of God, not, not anointed, not, not willing to press in and pray and agree. Not agreeing on anything. It's very frustrating. Deuteronomy 22, 10, I think it is. I think so. 22, 10, try that. Anyway, not, not important. Not important. There's it. You, you, when, when God gives you this grace, this anointing, you need to find out who's plowing with you. Who's pushing with you in the field? Now, King James has helped us quite a bit here because it helps us with, put in the King James Version for me. Oh, my time's up. You read. I didn't say it. Tell your neighbor, don't sit on your donkey. Because you need, to be, you need to be pressing in. You need to be pushing in. It's important because when the breakthrough comes, it's for all of us. It's called the power of agreement. They were all in one place, doing the same, at the same, in one accord, and they were pressing into what God wanted done for them. And I'm praying tonight that you begin to understand that there is power in agreement and why we need to focus on the Holy Ghost to bring in answers for all that we need. Someone's going to get a strategy in the presence of the Lord tonight and God is going to help us come into what God has got for us. Please shout amen tonight. Acts 10, 38. You must bring your power to the table. How God anointed. Now put your name in there. And you from where? Look, this is Maxwell from Rand Park Ridge. So, how God anointed? Come on, what's your name? From where? With what? The Holy Spirit and with what? You should not be walking without the Holy Spirit's power. Because the power is for every one of us. And when the power is on you, what do you go? They went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. God's with you because you have the power of God's Spirit on this. Once you get born again and understand the kingdom, the first thing that you get is the power of God in your life. So that when you walk into a hospital, no son, Cole, I don't care what the doctors say, I am telling you what's going to happen to you. You're going to get up from this bed, you're going to be, we'll find you in youth, God's going to do a work in your life. Why? Because you go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Don't you tolerate sickness in your body. Don't you tolerate depression in your body because it cannot be from God. Oh, but the Lord's trying to teach you a lesson. No, the Lord's not trying to teach you a lesson. The devil's trying to kill you. 
You don't tolerate depression. You don't tolerate sickness. You don't tolerate anything that doesn't give you a breakthrough. If the enemy is coming against your finances, you touch and agree tonight, we're going to see the power of God. Listen, what I enjoy at home, and every now and again, you know, being so many years in that place, and, and roots have gone into, the, into, the, into, into some of the pipes, uh, you know, uh, and, and so, you know, sometimes you get a blockage or a, a, a backup. You know what I'm talking about? And then you have to call these guys in. And I, they, there's an instrument that they got. And they, they plug the power in. And then they, they got this machine that they put through. But I like they got on top this head on this thing. That cuts through the pipes as it goes through. Every roots, anything that's in the way. Cuts through that thing. And then I go and stand at the end and listen to that thing go. And then you just hear the breakthrough come. And then the water begins to go because all the blockage is gone. That's the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. That everything that has been a blockage in your life, anything that is stopping you from getting your breakthrough wherever you go, you've been renting all your life. Somebody needs a rotor router in their lives. Somebody needs the power of the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody that will clap their hands like there is a strength in this place? Like there is a breakthrough for somebody in this place? The enemy is messing with your children. They're going to have to come of drugs. They're going to have to get off that thing because there is a power in this place. Somebody is getting a financial breakthrough. You need business, then the enemy is holding back your business. If God's on your side, listen, if you are walking in integrity, the Bible says if you are in sin, it's only the rebellious that dwells in a parched land. But anytime you give your life to Christ, and you're obeying the Holy Ghost. Then anything that is a blockage to my desire is not from God. It's from the devil. Because why would God put you through struggle after struggle after struggle? And some of you just tonight need a, a rotor router. Push that thing out. I decree and declare there'll be a flow in your life like never before. A financial flow for those that need a miracle tonight. That there's no sickness that will stay in your body. There's no depression that will remain in your body. From tonight, in the name of Jesus, I command things to open up for you right now. That whatever's been holding your path, whatever is in the way, whoever is trying to take the contract and put it at the bottom of the queue, I command that man, that woman, to get out of the way. That spirit, that demon that's holding back your promotion, I command there be a breakthrough tonight over your life and over your mind in the name of Jesus. That confusion will go in the mighty name of Jesus.